0: Hey guys, this is me, Did You Move Today? Welcome to the Did You Move Today podcast. I'm your host, Andrea, and in this episode, I have my mom as my guest. So I'm very excited to be here. Let's get started. Hey guys, this is me, Did You Move Today? aujourd'hui, I am super excited to be here today because I have my mom and as some of you know, my mom, she's a medical doctor and, but in uh, physical medical rehabilitation in pm and and I am yeah, so excited to have her here. So hey mom. Hi, how are you? <laughs> she's kind of nervous because um, as you know, English is not her first language, but she's super fluent in English and she speaks other languages as well. So, I'm I, wanted to, I want to ask you, I wanted to ask you about uh, your movement journey. So, what kind of sports did you do when you were younger and why did you decide to go into get into med school and then finally continue with your uh, physical me- PM&R physical medical rehabilitation?
1: Well, since I was at school, at the American school, I used to do a, a little bit of tumbling gymnastics, Olympic gymnastics. Uh, I liked that very much, but uh, we didn't have a, a good uh, teacher, so we used to uh, basically do our exercises based. In a book that our, one of our professors, uh, a physical, uh, physical education professor, gave us. So at school, we had um, a parallel bars and um, the balance beam. So we used to do a little bit of, of these exercises uh, based on a book. With our physical uh, education professor, so uh, I did that. Uh, I also like to play tennis a lot and do a little bit of track and field, uh, jump, and that was that was it.
0: Was uh, the gymnastics? So, was gymnastics not a thing in El Salvador? Was it... There were no studios? Because I know right now there's a studio there. Or there's maybe a little bit more than that. There's a Tembak and Elio, who is actually very good. Uh, Was... There were no academies, like, no gymnastics academies back in El Salvador?
1: No, we didn't have any. So, uh, there was one in Guatemala that's next to our country. But... uh, in our in our country there wasn't any 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 studio any any school for doing gymnastics
0: I think like something that I remember about you and I I talk a lot about it on social media on Instagram um I know you don't have so Instagram so you don't know but I, I I've admire you I admire you because even if you are in your 60s now you still can do handstands and things like that and so that was one of the things that I was always like, Oh my God, if my mom can do it, I should try to do it. And and it was very challenging. I think there's a lot of discipline behind, um, any kind of physical activity, but mainly gymnastics, there's a lot of like strong women and, um, and it's such a difficult sport in my opinion. When did you decide that you wanted to, why med school?
1: Well, I think I was influenced by my father. My father was a, a medical doctor, he was a cardiologist, but I really didn't like cardiology. I I always thought about doing rehab. I don't know why, uh, but I'm really happy to be a pm uh, It's very stimulating having your patients at the beginning, of a stroke, of a, uh, after an accident or something and to see the, all the evolution, it's very stimulating for us as being a, a pm and to see all the uh, advances they made. So it's a very nice, nice uh, speciality I think.
0: So you always knew that you wanted to do physical physical PMR? F-
1: yes, I, I, I always wanted that, I don't know why. I probably, at the beginning, I thought of doing rehab with the children, cerebral palsy children, uh, and afterwards I did, because I did my studies in France, I did my specialty in France, I I was in a hospital with children. I liked it very much. It was um, uh, a children uh, a physical therapy and rehabilitation department where most of the children came from different parts of France uh, to have um, an evaluation. And uh, afterwards, we met. We made some recommendations because we always uh, work as a team, you know, as a interdisciplinary team. So uh, the children were evaluated by the PMNR med, med, uh, doctor, uh, by the physical therapy, by a. Uh, uh, occupational therapy, by um, language therapy, when it was uh,
0: speech therapy, uh,
1: yeah, speech therapy uh, by psychology. Most of the children went to, to school, to a normal school, so there was an educator also that made the recommendation with the teachers. And afterwards, I... When I returned to El Salvador, I I work mostly with uh, adults.
0: You didn't decide. You didn't decide. So when you were in France, like finishing everything, did you ever did you ever thought about staying Staying in France or no? No,
1: no, 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 not at all.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why is that? Was it it very different or?
1: No, because I know the uh, in France, uh, uh, French. I think it's 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 uh, it has to be that way. But French people have the have the um,
0: the preference. The no? preference,
1: yes, for French people. For French, French doctors. people, French doctors. So I always thought of uh, coming back to to El Salvador to to work there. Mm -hmm.
0: So now you have, I guess this is like more personal question. Um, Now you have, at that time, not at that time, but like right after you had like four kids, you had work, you never stopped working. I I never remember you taking a break from working. Um, So like, how do you balance that personal life that you had with your work and your kids I guess at that time I was just like oh I guess my mom does it all and that's okay and but I never understood that like I never like now that I'm older I'm like how can you be a mom and a doctor and having a bunch of kids and so like I'm interested in knowing like how what are your thoughts on that like did you had any priorities was family your priority at the time or was work your priority or how, how how did that even happen
1: no, I think family was a priority, but uh, now that I that I think about it, I don't know how I did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a difficult thing to do, but uh, you have to be young, to be young to have the energy to do everything. So right now, I, I remember when I was in France, uh, people that were my age right now. They used to tell me, "Oh, quel courage, quel courage!" I didn't understand that, but now I do.
0: <laughs> so, quel courage means like, "Oh, that's so brave! Like, you're super brave for having a lot of kids and still making it happen." Um, what's like one of what's what is one of the issues that you see right now um, in El Salvador? Is there a lot of? Do you feel like there's there's people um, that don't believe in physical therapy? Or, um, because I know you mentioned that in France, you were collaborating with other people. You were you were basically, you said that it was inter- interdisciplinary. Mm-hmm. So the occupational therapist talks to the physical therapist, talks to the doctor, talks to this and that. Um, do you know, is it the same thing in El Salvador? Uh,
1: yeah, when we work in a hospital, a rehabilitation hospital, we have an interdisciplinary uh, team uh not really in the private part because uh it works a little bit different yeah but in the hospital when we work with uh, uh people in rehab uh we usually have this this type of work but not in the private part so know. it's more
0: like in the like the the hospital setting basically mhm 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 yeah. So can you tell me about, because you were talking about cardiac rehabilitation, so on top of, like, was that a concentration within the specialty or that's something that you, you just decided to do?
1: Yeah, it's part of the, of the specialty, but I decided to do it because uh, I think it's very important. Uh, cardiac rehabilitation in persons that have had an... And a cardiac infarct, no, a cardiac attack,
0: mm-hmm.
1: or uh, the the persons that have a uh, ischemic heart disease. That means that they have uh, obstructions, or the the coronary arteries are or occluded, and they need to be um, expand with a stent, or um so afterwards these people that don't used to do probably exercise they are sedentary people
0: that are not used to do that, that are not working out, but
1: used that, to work out uh-huh they need to uh, re rehab to do some rehab so they can become more um, um active not have a sedentary life. They need to do some exercise, aerobic exercise. So uh, sometimes you need to to do some uh, sessions of rehab in order to re-educate yourself to do exercise, you know. So it's very important also with these people that have um, a coronary heart diseases.
0: Do you think my grandfather influenced you a lot in in that sense? Like, uh, since he was a cardiologist, for you to uh, also do something that had to do with like cardiac rehabilitation, or you you think he has not he had like nothing to do? Like that was just you trying to figure out what you wanted to do.
1: Um, yeah, probably I had some influence of my father because, well, the thing is that. A, in his time, the heart, heart attacks were uh, treated in a different way. They needed to be, the person needed to be about three months lying, uh, lying down, not moving, not doing anything, but that has changed. So the more, um, the more Early, you start to do exercise, eh, the better it is. At the time when my father treated uh, heart attacks, it was the other way around. They had to to be lying down, not moving. But this this type of 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 treatment has changed. So, but probably I had some influence of my father. I think so. Yeah.
0: I wanted to ask you um I know you you don't practice yoga, you don't dance, but you did like other other kind of movements. What are your thoughts within like within dance and yoga? Do you think what what would be your suggestion for those people that are into well, those people and, and that's me, like people that are into that those kind of movements? Do you think that we should start educating ourselves a little bit more um on what like movement and science is? Or do you think that arts and science have to be separated? Um.
1: No, sure. They have to be connected, I think. And uh, there's yoga that's used uh, in a therapeutic uh, way, you know. And there's uh, dance also. It's an aerobic exercise. So they both i think it's a a good exercise a good practice that people should do it more frequently
0: i remember after i was it a few years ago when i met uh dr sitlali and i and i called you mm-hmm. and i'm like mom this is so awesome and um i remember y- you mentioned that because basically um Dr Dr Lopez Ortiz was using dance and she's doing research on that like mm-hmm. the, how dance helps uh a, a special populations uh would say a but back then I was like mm-hmm. uh, faci- uh was a facilitator for her and I remember I told you about it and you were like wow that's super neat because um there are some kids that get bored children that get bored when you're doing uh, therapy because it gets so boring and so repetitive. And you said that that was a great thing for um, rehabilitation because they were doing something fun mm-hmm. Well, they were uh, <clears throat> rehabilitating, basically. They were doing therapy.
1: Yeah, I think with these, these children that, uh, for example, uh, cerebral palsy children, uh, they used to have so ma mu- so many years uh, having therapies that uh, at last they get bored. They don't want to go anymore to therapy. So you have to to look for something more um, uh, ludic, like recreational therapy. And dance can be one of those of those things even for, not only for children, but for adults also, I think.
0: Yeah. Um, Well, I have, like, three more questions for you. Um, My first question is, what do you want to be when you grow up?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I already grew up, (laughs) but I want to keep on being active. I play tennis three times a week. Uh, I hope I can... I can continue playing tennis till the end of my life, I hope so. So I want to be uh, having a a good quality of life and and that's it.
0: Did you move today? Yeah, I walk a lot today. (laughs) And what's movement for you? If you could define movement in like one or two sentences, what's movement for you? (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, Movement—it's uh, any any exercise you do. You can start from walking, running, swimming. I don't know any any kind of exercise you do that's that's uh, includes movement.
0: Great, mom. Do you have any? any um advice for people that are looking to become a medical doctor in physical therapy or people that want to start getting into kinesiology or just like what would be your advice for those people that are trying to to get into the like, the medical field or artists or dancers and yoga instructors that are trying to learn more about uh the science behind the movement what would be your advice
1: uh, well, I think it's a good uh, field to do some more research. Uh, I think it's a very large field where you can do a lot of things for children, for adults, and for many types of uh, pathologies like, uh, for example, uh, Parkinson. To make an example, Parkinson um, and other types of, of pathologies that uh, I think there's a lot of research to be done. And, uh, and I really recommend that people who like uh, to move, yeah, it's one of the, the it's a beautiful feel for that.
0: Great. Thank you very much mom for being here. I want to acknowledge you for everything. You're honestly the coolest woman that I've ever met. And um and yeah, I don't know why I'm getting emotional, but I think like it's it's cool to see someone um like you that is a mother and has a personal life and also uh is a badass doctor. So like I think um you're really cool. So I hope that you move today. And if you haven't, you still have a couple of hours. And that was it.